Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. Today, I want to talk to you about Instagram stories. We have recently, I mean, okay, if you're inside of What the Heck to Post, you know this, but if you're not, you might not know this. What the Heck to Post is no longer What the Heck to Post. What the Heck to Post is now called the Go to Coach Club. And the reason, maybe I should do an episode on this, but the reason it is no longer What the Heck to Post is because we do not just talk about social media in there. We talk about everything around creating that go-to coach factor. That is marketing, that is messaging, that is network. I mean, there's a lot of things and systems that go into creating that go-to coach factor. And of course, social media is part of that. And one of the topics that I'm talking to today is related to social media. However, I think that it's really dangerous to think about content as just content, right? How you show up and the type of content you create is actually part of a bigger strategy or it should be, right? There needs to be a big picture in mind around how you show up. And what I coach people how to do inside of the GoTo Coach Club is to use their content to create relationships, right? To position themselves in a place of authority so people see them as a go-to coach or a go-to consultant or whatever it is for you, but like an authority and expert in their industry. So now that I've given you a little bit of backstory around why I wanted to talk about this, I was like reminded to bring this up as well, or I guess I should say I was inspired to bring this up as well because we had a guest, speaking of the GoTo Coach Club, inside of the GoTo Coach Club this past week, Jillian Murphy. She's an awesome sales coach. I hope she'll be on the podcast soon. We're talking about dates and things like that, but she's an awesome sales coach. And one of the things that she talks a lot about, just like I do, is social media content. Right. And Instagram stories, particularly, she has shared is one of the leading places. And again, this is a sales coach saying this. So I hope like hearing it from me is one thing, but hearing it from someone who devotes her life to coaching people on sales is a whole other other thing. Right. But she has gotten all of her sales in the last 18 months off of her Instagram stories. And if you would like to have a number on how many sales, she's made $650,000 in 18 months off of Instagram stories. She is projected to have a seven-figure business this year off of Instagram stories. Okay. So I share this with you because this is what she shared with us inside of our group this week when she did an hour-long training with our community on how to sell on their Instagram stories. But I think what's fascinating is we're all out there obsessed, and I mean obsessed with Instagram reels. And I get it. They're, I mean, they're not new anymore, but like they're newer than stories. They're still kind of flashy. I feel like Instagram's changing their rules around them all the time and keeping them exciting. And there's things that are trending. And it's like, I don't know, they're like, they're still like the new kid on the block when you look at all the options we have. But honestly, like sometimes the old school stuff is still the most effective stuff. And I know old school stuff is technically photos. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. We could so talk about photos as well. But I think where people are missing the boat here is because they are obsessed with growth 
all they are thinking about is getting in front of new audiences, which is absolutely so important. But if you are not also nurturing the people already standing right there in front of you, what the heck are you doing? What's the freaking point then? You can meet new people, great. But if you are not building relationships with the people who come in and who are already there, you're not moving any needles. You're just freaking spinning your wheels. You're probably not even thinking that your growth is working because nothing's converting, right? So you can't forget the people that are standing there in front of you. And Instagram stories, because they don't get seen by new people, people tend to not focus on them. They want the numbers. They want the views. They want the new followers, right? And so we're all focused on the growth stuff, but the nurture stuff, hello, that's the stuff that converts. That's the stuff that makes a fucking difference, right? So I share this because today I want to talk about a piece of content that does not get seen by new followers, and that is your Instagram stories. And I want to talk about three different kinds of Instagram stories that you can use almost on a daily basis to start really positioning yourself as someone who people are going to want to work with. Okay, so let's just dive in. The first one is one, um, let's, let's just keep it simple. This is one that you might find kind of obvious, but I, I'm wondering when the last time is that you did it. First one is social proof, right? Share client and customer love to show your audience the value in what you sell. Now, for me, what this looks like is literally an unfancy, an unfancy, uh, oh yeah, no, an unfancy. <laughs> that is what I meant to say. <laughs> oh my God. An unfancy screenshot of a DM your client gives you excited about something that they've done or an update on coaching that they've done or something like that. Keep them anonymous if they need to be anonymous, but just being really consistent with that. Now I'm going to bet, okay, I feel like a hypocrite because the last time I, I don't remember the last time I did this. Okay. So this is a reminder to myself as well. I always have a voice in my head every time I go to share like a screenshot of my Instagram store, uh, sorry, a screenshot of a test, a happy DM or something like that. I have a voice in my head being like, oh my God, you look so arrogant. <laughs> Do you get that voice too? Like I, I don't know where that came from, but I judge myself every time I do it. I know it's bullshit. I know that's just me talking to myself, but I judge myself so hard every single time that I do it. So I find myself avoiding those feelings and not doing it at all. I am going to challenge myself not to do that right now. I'm actually, I've opened up VIP days for the first time in a really long time. And what someone on my team the other day was like, why aren't you sharing all the testimonials you have about your VIP day? Like you have space in your calendar for VIP days for the first time in like seven months and no, nine months. And you're not even sharing all the testimonials from last year. And I was like, crap, I don't know, because I, I feel so like bad about that for some reason. <laughs> and it's so bananas because I help people and encourage people to do this all the freaking time. And every time they say something like that, I'm like, why would you ever think that? That's so crazy. No one would ever think that. Like they want to find solutions like you. But, and I really truly mean that. But when it comes time for me to do that particular task, like I can talk about client like success stories all the time, but sharing their DMs, I get so uneasy about it for some reason. So I'm going to decide right now, and I hope you decide with me, I'm not going to let that voice take control anymore because the point of this is giving people actual evidence that what you're saying is true. You walking up on Instagram story and just saying, hey, this client created this major success. I'm so proud of her. Sure, you're probably telling the truth, but your people need to see the receipts, right? They need to actually know that what you're saying is really true. Like people share a lot of crap online that is are not like isn't true at all. So this is your opportunity to be like, no, this is absolutely true. Here are the receipts 
right? So yeah, screenshot happy testimonials. And I'm not saying like, oh, I love your coaching. And here's how you can do this. When you have a coaching call one week, two weeks later or whatever it is, follow up with them about something that you spoke about so that when they reply, they will talk about that. They won't say, I love working with you or something vague. They'll be like, yes, thank you. This really worked. Here is why. And like have a genuine conversation about it, but put it in your calendar for the end of every week to actually follow up with your people so that you start getting DMs like this. Right. And of course, if you are going to reveal someone's identity, you must ask their permission. But if you don't, you can cross out sensitive information and you're fine. Right. You're not giving anyone's identity away. And obviously, you know what to censor in order to make sure that you don't. But yeah, ask permission, of course. But that's how you can make sure that you're getting some social proof that is grounded in something that people want to know about. Okay. The second type of Instagram story is a transformation. What is the customer experience before working with you and after working with you? You can use before and after images, screenshots of analytics, or simply, like I said, tell a freaking story. You can also organize an Instagram story takeover, or you can do a joint IG live with them. I mean, of course, these are not Instagram stories, but still, like, how can you bring a person's before, middle, and after story to the forefront, right? And like I said, this can work really well with social proof as well. Like if I screenshot a client being like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I can screenshot that. I can let them see the receipts. And then I can go, my next story can be like, hey, if the results of that DM are something you're working on, let me talk to you about how me and this client made this happen. So when this client came into my life, this was her experience. And then these are the things that we worked on. And then what was the outcome, right? But tell a story, get very, very familiar with telling stories, right? I think that you could do this on a daily basis even because you could do this after coaching calls, right? You could be like, okay, so today I am working with a client. Here's what we're working on. So when me and this client met X months ago, this is what was going on. And today we're working on this, this, and this. I'm so excited because these are the results she's trying to see, or these are the results she's working on. And every single day we're getting closer and closer and closer. So if this is something you're working on too, like drop a me in here, like I'm pointing at a question sticker in front of myself, (laughs) drop a me in this question sticker and I can share some guidance for you, right? So now you are talking about your clients and you are sharing the work that you're doing. So you're letting people see you as that coach. And then you're creating a call to action so that you can speak to other people about these issues as well. And they can see you in action with them, right? So do you see how that's seeding, creating authority and creating a very clear call to action? Okay. So we just talked about two types of Instagram stories that are very specific to the work that you do with your clients. And of course, when it comes to conversion, that is very, very important. The last one is about authority, positioning yourself as an authority. And I would ask myself right now, because for you, the answer might be different, but like, what do I need to see in someone to see them as an authority? Now, when I ask myself that question, two things come up. I think for me, especially if this is an education brand like mine, for example, I do need to hear some of what this person teaches, right? I can't just hear fluff. 
I do need to understand that they actually know what they're doing. So I really do like to see people sharing tips and value in their Instagram story, especially as it is inspired by the work that they're doing on a day-to-day basis. Like I was just auditing this person's feed and this is what I realized. Here are a couple of things. Just don't forget, like think about these three things. Like when people kind of position, like say, oh, I was working with a client and then share a lesson out of it. I now am reminding myself that they're a business and seeing, oh, they do know more than I know, right? Because I find that these days there's a lot of fluff on the internet and I tend to make the assumption, oh yeah, I probably already know what they're coaching. Even Even if I definitely don't, right? I'll make that assumption, right? So I really like when people teach, but I think for me, even more than that, when other people are talking about them, that is when I see them as an authority. When it's not just their page where they seem like they know their shit, when other people are sharing them, when other people are being like, this person knows their shit, or holy crap, like I love this person's content, that makes me see them differently. I'm like, damn, people are talking about them. Like it makes me feel like they're everywhere, even if they're not everywhere. So, The last one's a little trickier. It's going to require you to lay some groundwork for yourself. But this is really about how are you creating relationships with other people that are going to help you get reposted in other people's Instagram stories so that you can repost them and show your community, hey, look, these people are talking about me. That's going to require you to pitch yourself to places, to guest speak, to create relationships with people where you're both reposting people. It's going to require you to repost them so that they're going to want to repost you eventually. Like Just creating these relationships where it just feels natural to want to shout each other out, right? So, And again, this requires like suggest that everyone looks at their year and really has several months out of every year where they are concentrating on this kind of work, where they are doing a shit ton of pitches so that throughout the year they're doing at least, I mean, at a minimum one time a week you are showing up in front of a different audience. And that might mean, like I said, creating something with someone else where they're shouting you out in your Instagram story. That could also be you're getting on someone's podcast, so they're automatically going to promote you on their Instagram story. That could also be you doing Instagram lives. That could also be you just reposting the heck out of your friends because you're a good friend and you believe in their content. And naturally, they're going to want to do the same with you because they feel the same about your content. Right. So it just might require you to be a little social. But when you can create that momentum of you not just showing up, talking about the work you do, but other people talking about the work you do, like that really does build authority. And it also creates content for your social media that you don't have to create, that you can just repurpose. Like even me on this podcast, when I have guests, I create reels that they are all reposting to their feeds and their community are now discovering me. I'm helping them position themselves as an expert, but then I'm also automatically getting in front of their audience, right? So there's so much win-win when you are showing up to be social on social media. Okay. So I just shared three different types of Instagram stories that really help position you as that go-to coach or that go-to expert in your industry. But I cannot not talk about the most important thing. And that is to literally, don't forget to just show up socially on Instagram story, like as a human, right? What I see a lot of people do when I talk about authority building content is then that becomes the only thing they do. They just show up and they just sound like a freaking teacher all day long, 
super professional, super I know my shit. And they forget that the reason people are on social media is tune out to be entertained, to have a connection with someone, right? So when we forget the social shit, the documentation crap, the, I don't know why I'm calling it shit and crap. (laughs) But you know, like the everyday stuff that almost might feel boring to you, you're missing some of the secret sauce there. So don't forget to just show up like you're sending a video to your best friend at least once a day. Sometimes that looks like this week my dog had surgery. I've shared a lot of updates about my dog having surgery. No, Jillian on our call today or uh, last week, I guess yesterday, (laughs) she was talking about how she showed up with her new Britney Spears t-shirt and she asked people if they liked it. And she made a really good point. She's like, I don't care if they like it. I'm not asking because I need their opinion. I'm asking because I'm being social. I'm asking because I'm being friendly. And that is the part people miss, right? I sometimes go on and I'm like, should I have tea or coffee? Again, I don't care if I should have tea or coffee. I'm going to have coffee. I'm asking to be social. I'm asking because when people engage with our content, it travels further. So I am creating engagement and I'm creating relationships and I am being social because the truth is people connecting with you like a human is what makes people care about all the stuff, other stuff that you're talking about right? These mundane updates that you think no one cares about is actually the part of your content that is making people care because this is the stuff that we relate to. This is the stuff that we see you as a human around. This is where we start to feel like we're in a relationship with you, right? The amount of times people this week think, I mean, so lovely, have reached out to me and said, hey, how's Alfie doing? I've never spoken to them before, I have seen them see my Instagram stories. I have seen them follow me and engage with my content. Sometimes I haven't, but there are a few that I have. But the first thing they've ever said to me is, how's Alfie? Like, I was so sad to see that he had to get a tumor removed, right? Now we have a human to human connection. And I'm not saying, oh, great. Thanks for checking on my dog. Let me sell to you now. I'm not going to do that. That's not what I'm saying here. But I'm saying like the whole point, the reason why social media marketing is different from other forms of marketing is because of the social aspect. So if you take that part out of it, all of the authority stuff, all of the sales stuff, it doesn't matter. It's going to fall flat. So my point is, do not think showing up just to be social is a waste of time. Do not think showing up just to be social isn't productive. Do not think showing up to be social makes you seem obsessed with yourself. (laughs) I had to do a dramatic pause there because I think sometimes I worry about that myself, right? But whatever else you think, it's all in your head. You being consistent on Instagram story is a sales task. That life stuff creates the most engagement, which helps the algorithm work for you so that people are more likely to see your sales content and more likely to be interested in your sales content because they're interested in you. Not to mention, this is how the freaking algorithm works, right? The algorithm is designed to keep you on the platform for as long as possible. So the more engagement your stuff gets and the content that gets the most engagement is always the social stuff. The more engagement your content gets, the more the algorithm is going to want to thank you for that because you're keeping people on the platform, which means the more your content will be pushed to your current audience, right? And this is why Instagram stories can be so damn effective because not only are they the most binge piece of content on Instagram, but they are also the easiest to engage with. 
Alrighty, my friends, I hope I have inspired you to show up today and to really seriously quiet that voice that says anything along the lines of, but why would they care? Or, oh, I sound obsessed with myself. Or, oh, I sound arrogant. No, you sound confident. You sound like you know your shit. And my friend, that is the point. So show up and go get him. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.